Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm Sardo Numspa, because that's a real name in this movie. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. My dear sweet brother Numse. Hey, bird. Do you see a little hey, Krishna midget in the tree floating? Only a man whose heart is pure can wield the knife. And only a man whose ass is narrow can get down these steps. And if mine is such an ass, then I shall have it. Cue the fucking theme song. Keep your thought as pure as the water. Yeah, this water ain't really that pure. <laughs> Neither are you. The spirits just told me that you should come up for a little while and have a drink and wait for further instructions. Perhaps I've had you brought here to make you a very attractive offer. Well, I don't think I can accept a proposal this early in the season. Why'd you come in here? Didn't I tell you not to come in? I told you to stay in the car. Next time I tell you to do something, you do it, all right? This is a man thing. Kiss my ass! All right. We're going back. God, we've been on such an Eddie Murphy kick lately, haven't we? So let's go to do one that maybe someone thought was going to be a big fucking hit movie. The Golden Child. Yes, yes, yes. Directed by Michael Ritchie. Yep. 150 mil. Bam. He had that kind of pull, I think. Eddie Murphy, Charles Dance. uh, You wouldn't recognize, I don't think, anyone else. I know Charlotte Lewis gets some top billing. Um, yeah, 1986, um, $25 million budget pulled in 150 thanks to Eddie Edster. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Yep. Watching it now. It is. People went in droves to fucking see this movie in droves. Now, this movie uh, likely was never really well received. So, but we, you know what? We thought we'd give it a chance just because... Uh, Eddie Murphy's been so charismatic, and I, I think <laughs> of all the stuff that happens in this movie, uh, Eddie Murphy is still a shining star here. He does excellently well with with the stuff he has to work with. Yeah, I, good I wonder Murphy. how much was improv in this. I wonder. I wonder. That knife shit for so, sure was improv. <laughs> no one wrote that. <laughs> Yeah, so Dennis Feldman was the writer of this, um, and yeah, Michael Ritchie. So I, I don't know about like many of the people involved in this, but what I do know is that there's a young boy, and he's born, is it every thousand years, they say? Every thousand years, I think it is. We get a golden child. This one happens to be in Tibet, and he is kidnapped by some pretty nasty people who walk around in winter storms without the proper attire, but they do okay. Possibly because they're associated with the devil. Tibetan. And uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and so after the golden child is kidnapped, we then move on to Eddie Murphy, who um, is he a social worker? He's kind of a, um, a do-gooder around the, the neighborhood. Is he like, is he part of an organization? Is he a volunteer? He seems like a vigilante kind of guy. Like he he finds kids. He's like a private contractor do-gooder. So kind of like a PI, kind of like a well-informed person who can go around the neighborhood and ask questions, get yeah, some no, answers, that kind of thing. Say, I guess it does say on here he's a social worker. So maybe social worker is the proper. Yeah, he hmm. he's doing like TV interviews and stuff. It's 
it's it's you don't see a lot of social workers going on TV. I guess he was looking for lost children or carrying guns looking yeah. for hidden kids. Did he carry a gun? He, he I believe he did. Didn't he have a gun? I don't at know. At some at one point he did, yeah. I at might one point he definitely here. did have a gun. Spoiler alert. He, he had a six a shooter. You're jumping a little bit ahead, but they never make a big deal about his whatever group he is with. If he's with anyone, I think there might be one other helper at the basketball court. But for the most part, he seems to be kind of a lone wolf. And so this um, woman, Ki Nang, comes upon him, tells him he's got to be looking for the golden child. Uh, and in fact, that by looking for the kid who he is already looking for, he will also find the golden child. And so Eddie starts looking into things a little bit and starts to realize, yeah, you know what? Shit's kind of fucked up here. What's going on? They're trying to make a kid eat blood. That's fucked up. Um, some satanic symbols. Anybody want some satanic symbols in here? I do. Charles dance up in the house. Yeah, that's what we got. So, I mean, kind of hijinks ensue from there as they search for the golden child. I mean, and there's plays, a little bit of magic. The thing with Eddie is he plays, he plays the exact same character in this as he plays in Beverly Hills Cop and, and some of his other movies. He's just, he's playing the exact same person. Uh, I think maybe his, uh, <laughs> And once again, he's charming and funny when he plays that person. So that's why he, people wanted to go to the theater to see him in a movie. But I think like his most uh, difficult role was Nutty Professor, where he plays, uh, <laughs> where he's in the fat suit and he does the voice. Like, because he's not, he's not Eddie Murphy in that movie. And like that for him is like his... His godfather is the Nutty Professor. I think professor. that's tougher than uh, than Norberg or whatever, or Bowfinger, or um, the one Nordberg? that just came out. What's Bowfinger, the one that just came out? Bowfinger, I guess he does. He plays himself in Bowfinger and his brother, which is a nerdy version of himself. It's a very yeah. magnolia, yeah. or a very uh, magnolia, just, not magnolia. Uh, he's just not a versatile. He's just not a. He's not a really versatile actor. He. Uh, a lot of his most popular roles is just him doing the. <laughs> I can't do it. Johnny was terrible. Lot. That was yeah. more crusty the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's. That's. It. I mean, ninety percent of what he's stuff. what he did was that. Yeah, you're right. Because he does that in this too, and once again, it serves the purpose in this movie. He's the he's the bright yeah, spot I, in this movie. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Because like. Who they picked, um, uh, the girl, the lady who plays Keen Ang. Um, she's beautiful and she does fine in this as well. Yeah, but I, it's a weird, it's a... Bad writing. I mean, she falls in love with him kind of yeah. like, she kind of like, it's really weird actually, their relationship. She like kind yeah. of bangs him so he'll go to Tibet. Yeah. She doesn't then even kind of. that's not what she did. She like 100% does. Yeah. Yeah, and, then and then she tells him like down. straight up in an intimate moment. She's like, she's like, I didn't just sleep with you for this. And he's like, I know. But she did. Well, yeah. because he, he turns it, her down, rejects her. He, he and she turns cries. Her down to go to, to bed and then, and, then, and then he says no. And then she sleeps with him again. So clearly she was. Well, after uh, the first this time, movie, she was In sold. that sense, this, this movie's re relating like sex and love so closely. She's like, I banged you. And he's like, that's great. And then she's like, come to bed. And he's like, no, I'm going to stay up with the case because there's some really weird shit going on and you're a part of it. And she's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that like, was just, weird. The relation. Yeah, their relationship is fucking strange. It's 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 very cold for the first bit, which is actually kind of interesting. But 
Like Eddie would have given up a long time before that. She shouldn't I think that yeah, he did. And then I, yeah, if, if you're thinking about it, she shouldn't have slept with him to get him to go to Tibet. I mean, it's not very progressive. No, no like, she should have done it because he has a big penis. <laughs> yeah, well, she should have done it after he had he had taken the case like further down or the movie. After. But instead, she basically prostitutes herself <laughs> out so that he can save the world. Well, and I guess if you're gonna like it, sleep with somebody to get something to save the world is pretty altruistic. Like usually, no, it's a lot of time you do. I mean, that. a lot of people do it to get like cars and money and shit, and she did it to save the planet. But so. I guess that makes her virtuous yeah. in a way. Good point. Maybe. Yeah. Good it, sacrifice. It, it just makes it when it just makes it when Eddie is talking to the old man who turns out to be her father because of course. Um Oh yeah. It it's it, it just weird when he's there Sleepy having a joke. conversation about her and like take her, like marry her and it just seems like it moves so fast at that point. And I'm like they banged once, like maybe twice, but I think it was just once by that point. Yeah. Um, maybe on so the plane. That that's yeah, that's strange. I feel like the movie knew that's it wasn't going to have any good writing, so they were like, let's just skip over this part. Yeah, the <laughs> writing is definitely a flaw. Uh, flawed. Uh, it's a flawed script. A flawed premise, really. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, like, so... I like so, the premise. Like, while, while some of the people are, are good actors, yeah, th- I think there good. is something about the premise. But, like, how do you set up a movie like this? To, 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 to kind of make, make sense. Like, I guess this is all about <laughs> the, the devil um, and using one of his demons, Sardo Numspa, um, <laughs> to kill the golden child. But, like, it never really gets into... To, I never really feel the gravity of, like, what's at stake. No, you it just don't. feels like a kid's life most of the time. It feels like just a kid's life, which would be sad to see that kid. Die. And they can't kill but him. But it's not right? like end of the world stakes. So most of the time, he just he's just sitting in a cage playing with he's playing with soda cans and stuff. So well, yeah, they're trying to trick of... him because they, he has to be tainted and <laughs> then they to can drink do the it, blood as long as he stays pure. So they're like putting blood under oatmeal. Like he wouldn't poke the oatmeal and be like, "This isn't oatmeal. Fuck you." <laughs> like he just knows anyways. But I mean. They're really shitty at their job. <laughs> he also eats like the smallest, the smallest leaf for sustenance. Like you can't get like a tree leaf or something, like a big one. It's like it's like the tiniest. <laughs> where is he gonna little, keep that? Where is he keeping where is he, that? Where is he keeping the other leaves? <laughs> it's it could be anywhere. It could be kept between his fingers. It's a really Plus, small that ain't leaf. Doing nothing he can't for have his like appetite. a branch sticking out of his pocket. They'd be like, what the fuck that's is a, that that's i know the kid's skinny and small but that ain't doing nothing for his appetite like nothing that's not sustaining him oh come on he's meant to be like yeah. a buddhist he's, spiritual he's creature just magic yeah a little leaf a is all he needs those the size of those leaf I, I like i can't even just dis- think of something as small as to describe how small those little leaves were that he was eating like it was like microscopic <laughs> like like <laughs> the size <laughs> of a small leaf He's like not going to eat that and be like, like yeah, I can make size. it another two days now. You go. There's no way he's, he's eating that and be like, I'll go another day and then I'll eat another one of these. They're probably cocoa leaves and they're not giving him any appetite. They're just like keeping the appetite oh. down. He's fucking railed. That's yeah. why he's always so, uh, he's like confident that everything's okay all the time. It's because that blow. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, I mean, we're going to maybe jump around a little bit here, but uh, how better... How good does the writing get when, well, the only thing that can kill the golden child is the Ajanti dagger? Oh, where is that? It's locked away safely. Okay, okay, okay. Well, why don't we go get it so that the demon guy can't get it? Oh, yes, of course. That's a fucking brilliant idea. 
So they get it out of the I want the not 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 knife please place. Uh, and as soon as they do, guess what? Fucking dipshit steals it. What the fuck? Yeah. That well, knife they, is a MacGuffin. They're getting it to they're getting it to <laughs> trade it with him. So for the kid, so he's like, I got this kid, and the only thing that can kill him is this knife. If you give me that knife, I'll give you the kid. And they're like, Oh, okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> He didn't even have to trick them. Oh, that's like the fucking. I thought stupidest. they were getting it so that he couldn't get it. No, he, no, it's he awful. couldn't get it because it, only the only the most the chosen one can get it. So that guy can't get it. It's impossible. He would never. So can be hunger able to kill the it. kid? Because that's a timeline. And if they say nothing they have can kill him, keeping him in a cell with no food has got to be an option. If he's eating those leaves at all, which maybe he doesn't need them. Like those are just like a tic tac. But he was basically asking for <laughs> the thing that could kill the kid. And then he's yeah, like, yeah. Wink, but like, wink, wink, I'll give you the kid if you give me the thing that can kill the kid. And they're like, let's get it. Let's send Eddie Murphy <laughs> we'll to just... go get it. And it's just like, what? Yeah. No. Why don't you just no, send in some fucking uh, some some SWAT team to go get the kid? How about that? Instead of By definition knife. of what it takes to retrieve the dagger, a heart that is pure means that no one who is has intent to kill the child could ever get it. So it's completely safe if you just leave it the fuck alone. Yeah. It's impossible for them, the anybody, the bad guys to get that thing because it's like mystically protected from them. So. The only way, no, I don't even know. Like unless the, is the knife the only way to kill the child? Or the, are there, they can starve him out. It just takes a really fucking long time. Well, well I don't think starving leaves. is part of it. But I think that if he ate yeah. that shit and became tainted or whatever they call him, right? If his purity was was faulted, I think they could stab then him with a can. butter knife a bunch of times. I just think they know the kid <laughs> won't do that. Yeah, that could be soft and shit. Yeah, soft as shit. Tender veal. Yep. They yep. they do say in the somewhere in the dialogue <laughs> that that's the only thing that can kill him is that knife that is com- mystically protected and is completely safe. Until Eddie Murphy goes That's and gets it, and then then it's open to fucking anyone taking it. So once again, it should have been the monks. Even the monks it should have been. It will be like, hey, do you guys think I this know. through? Because uh, we shouldn't give Eddie Murphy the knife. That's dumb. But nobody ever says that. Nobody questions the plan. Like it should have been established and turned out to be true that the knife could have been something that would destroy Charles Dance, and that's why they got it out. It just has the risk of also being able to kill the kid, but it's worth it to kill Charles Dance, and then he steals it from them. Oh, then at that's least not it bad. makes a little bit of sense that you go get it because he kills Charles Dance with it later, when the kid like somehow distracts him with pixie dust, and then Eddie does the big fucking smile, grab the knife, and stab it. His stab, stab. Yeah, Charles that's Dance. true. If, if you're saying that that guy was like a demon and that knife could also only kill demons and you're like, well, how are we going to kill this guy? We got to get that fucking knife. Yeah, that actually would make sense. That guy's yeah. the shittiest demon, though. I get the impression you don't need to worry too Holy much. Holy crap. He fucking like he could dive through the roof of a building pretty cool. Like that was dangerous. But the rest of the time he walked around like a fucking... Like he had just been fucked sideways for six weeks. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's like the worst claymation. They must have put springs in that thing. It looks so janky when it moves. Also, there's no explanation yeah. why. What is the girl's name again in this movie? Key. K-E-E. Key. Key? So there also yeah, is key. no explanation yeah, key. why Key is like a fucking ninja who can do flips and fucking kick people in the face. 
Like, there's no well, reason. She's like for involved that. with this secret sect. I, I know, but like, it, but the, what? So are you saying all those monks could do that shit too? Like, because yeah, she, that's like a thing of monks. Monks. <laughs> so are they're all just like they're all badass. Because like, there's well, no cool monks aren't the kind of monks yes. that have a thousand year old kid or a kid every thousand years that can do whatever the fuck he wants to. And those got to be kung fu monks, surely, right? And then Eddie Murphy yep. comes in and and just does haymaker punches to everybody. Uh, yeah, he's that's, that's his skill. His skill is like <laughs> yeah. wild, but he, they always connect his haymaker punches. Like every one of them, oh, nobody could see that nice. shit coming from a mile away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like some of the tension that comes fr- in this movie is from: uh, Are they going to kill the kid or not? And the search for the kid. But then again, instead of shifting to like that, mankind is in danger, or at least a large portion of people in the area are in danger. Um, Key ends up getting a, a, a crossbow to the back um, and then all the bad guys just walk away without killing everyone else for no reason. We got the case. Okay, everybody, lunch break. Go walk away. Um, and then fucking, then the movie's um, shit becomes about saving Key. And it's fine to save Key, but like, it's just like, what, what's with the stakes here? Come on. You just created this drama for me at the last second. So now I have something different to hope for because... And they have the ticking the clock the with down. the sun as soon as the sunlight. For some reason, if they put her in the basement of that room, that as soon as the sunlight stops touching her, that she'll be dead. Just put her in an open field then. Why yeah. do they put her in a what basement? What the fuck are you putting her in a basement, <laughs> that makes no idiots? Sense. Yeah, like, would this, does she have to be in that basement? Like, for the sundial portion of her, like, death to work? <laughs> Just put her on the roof of that building, and then she'll get sun till it goes down. Yeah. Like, that's a pretty good idea, I think. <laughs> Someone should have suggested <laughs> that. No one did, though. There was a no lot of blow in did. the 80s. I don't think everyone was thinking everything through. And also, the uh, kid is smart enough to, once the sun stops touching her, the kid's just smart enough to, like, lift up one of her limbs lift the foot. and put it in the sun. Yeah. So, like, that, that sh- that's why that shit didn't make any sense. Because, like, yeah, like literally, <laughs> if, if sunlight keeps a person alive, putting them in a basement is, like, the absolute worst <laughs> idea. Again, so this whole movie is about bad ideas. Getting the knife was a bad idea. Putting her in a basement was a bad idea. It was all bad ideas. There was, there was no one had a good yeah. idea. No, you're right about that. No. There was some lazy writing. No. This, is, this writer, like, phoned this shit in. He wrote this in, like, a weekend. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like it, it didn't even seem to make a lot of sense at the time. But then, the effects don't help this. The directing is shit. This movie looks like shit. It's a really ugly movie. Yeah, the cinematography and the directing is all bad. There's nothing captivating. Like you're in Tibet, but I actually forget that they even go to Tibet because he's like they're in buildings all the time. And then there's like one scene outside, which I'm pretty sure is the the same scene that uh, was the sword fight at the end of Kill Bill One. We didn't even talk yeah. about the fucking crazy how how um how when Eddie Murphy goes to get the knife in the uh, special secret chamber that the laws of physics no longer apply and <laughs> he's like walking on those uh, those like telephone poles or whatever and then like and there's no floor and he's carrying a glass of a glass of water and then the telephone pole he's standing on collapses and he with one hand grabs one of the tops of the telef- other telephone poles and still holding a glass of water 
like yeah. without you're gonna spilling. Let go. And then able without to, spilling yeah, a drop. Doesn't spill. And then's able to pull himself up. Yeah. Like there's just no unless he's a mountain climber, you don't have that finger strength. No, very few people do it. Like Alex Honnold would be maybe fine there, but he still would even he would have spilled the water. Actually, he, he, let's get that insult to someone. Be, maybe he could do it if anyone can. Alex Honnold probably. The thing is, is you're just naturally on. gonna drop hang that water sure. when 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 the when the yeah. ground falls beneath you. That you're just gonna let go of the water and grab for anything with both hands. That you that it's mm-hmm. just a re, it's going to be a reflex even if you were some kind of crazy mountain climber. Yeah, because I don't think goes I, to survival yep. there. But I don't think a mountain climber would carry a glass of water. He just wouldn't do that. He would just be like, "That's silly." Need both I mean, my we hands. can allow a lot of stuff for 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 uh, artistic license, but I think that if you're writing something like this, like you come up with a much better test. These tests like this that exist in these movies. Uh, the dumbest fucking things. There's a ton of plausible tests that can make me feel very anxious and excited for the moment. You don't need to be like, hold this lit match on the tip of your cock while fucking walking over dental floss tightrope. <laughs> like, it could just be something else. This is ridiculous. It's true. This movie. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be. What el- What makes it worse? What makes it worse is that in that scene, it's so disorienting, like where he's on the logs and then all of a sudden he's on the bridge and then he's off the bridge and it explodes. And then he like takes a step and he's to wherever he's trying to go. I never know where he's at or how the fuck he got there. Like which poles were cool, which weren't. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's really, really disorienting in a bad way. It is fucking Eddie is hilarious. To Monty, a toast. <laughs> that's yeah. That's the See? other thing like too is if Eddie Murphy's not in this, you, you could have put anybody else in this, and this would no one would have went and saw this for good reason. Like so, if Eddie oh, Murphy's yeah. not in this, it's just there's nothing here. There's like literal. There's no script. There's no directing. The music is terrible. The story isn't that interesting. Maybe the kid, the kid's actually kind of likable, even though he yeah, doesn't say He literally doesn't have to say anything. He just oh. sits there being a cute <laughs> kid. A bald little like, cute you'd like kid. any kid that sits there. I guess he's in his robe. I don't know. He looks the part. It was pretty good so casting. I did want to say this. This is a quote from Murphy. So my pictures make their money back, Murphy remarked in 1989. No matter how I feel, for instance, about the golden child, which was a piece of shit. The movie made more than a hundred million. So who am I to say it sucks? Yeah. <laughs> he said it was a yeah. piece of shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 He admits well, it, but he's like, he it knows. made the money. So it, it did. Yes. But see, this is where we let uh, society and our culture get out of control because people back then, there should be people that say, no, this is a bad movie. And if you like it, here's a, a course that you can go to, to realign your taste and make you understand why things are bad or good. Well, and then we, we get everyone right back on track, and then the quality of everything is great. Well, I think yeah. I think like this, cultural fascism. I think things caught up. <laughs> that caught up to him though, because Pluto Nash is easily one of his worst movies ever, and uh, no one did go and see that one finally. So whether his audience grew up and stopped going to the movie theaters to see his movies like Pluto Nash. I think it cost like a hundred million dollars and it made like a million or something. It was like one of the yeah. big, worst, biggest box office disasters of no, all time. These things do seem to catch up to these guys that do stuff like this. It will. I mean, he's not right? the only one. Jim Carrey went down the same trail. It's yeah. And just, uh, it's the quality yeah. starts to diminishing. You're Sandler, doing a lot of San- products. Sandberg. Yeah. And the audience grows up and, and stops. Oh, Sandler. Sandler. Sandberg's still, still hanging yeah, in there. That's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your audience. Did you guys up. know? 
Roger Ebert gave this three out of four stars. No way. What, <laughs> what did he 1st? say? Does he have a comment on it? No, he said that the Golden Child may not be the Eddie Murphy movie we were waiting for, but it, but it will do. It is funnier, <laughs> more assured, and more tailored to Murphy than Beverly Hills Cop, and it shows a side of his comic persona that I don't think <laughs> has been much appreciated. His essential underlying sweetness. What? That's Murphy's comedy is not based on hurt and aggression, but on affection and an understanding that comes from seeing. Uh, right through the other characters. He was drunk or high when he saw it. R, R when he wrote that fucking critique. Money. Someone he's, paid him for some, a review. Maybe someone did pay him. There's yeah. the only way. Come on. He's pretty I, spot yeah. on. He calls yeah. a lot of stuff out that that's widely accepted. And he's pretty honest about some Even things. Even Eddie Murphy like, said it was a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah and no, he's there's in no it. doubt that this movie. Yeah. He's a, a star. Fucking his vehicle. <laughs> I mean, the director yeah. must yeah, know I think it's a piece I, of shit, too. I think Eddie Murphy started insisting on being involved in the writing process for these move for his movies going forward after this because oh my, that's hilarious. Oh my, Sardo Numspa. Yeah, like the bad guy in this Charles Dance. He's like himself is is fine and decently menacing, but like. But it's Charles Dance. I feel like plan, he'd be quality no matter what. He's a he's a quality. Uh, he's just actor. solid, right? And I think this is one of his first villainous roles. So he got like pretty typecast after this with his intense stare. Um, but how about his plan that when Eddie Murphy was going to be leaving Tibet with the knife, um, that he was like, I'll have the authorities pick him up. <laughs> Why? Yeah, what? That doesn't make Why don't you just kill everybody? You are a demon. Yeah. Just kill them all. They don't have the knife. It's in the bag. Oh, or something. that's right. He shows up at the airport with the police. Yeah. He's like, please arrest this man. I am a art antiquities dealer. It's like, what? Yeah. Fuck no. And then Eddie Murphy gets out of it in a, in a, I guess, a funny Eddie Murphy way, but that's all stupid. Those men, uh, like, would have shot him. All of them would have shot him at the gate. And that there. guy's a demon. Like, what kind of a demon goes to the cops? That seems very undemon like. I don't know. They're like, he, like I'm a demon. I'm gonna get the law involved. What? Why? <laughs> a demon. A demon who has to do the Darth Vader kneel pad to talk to the devil. Yeah. Also, the him talking to the devil uh, was also a weird thing. What we we spend too much time <laughs> seeing him. There's no there's no reason for us to spend. We know he's a bad dude. There's no reason for us to spend any time with him outside of Eddie Murphy after they established like. The, them showing the kid and them trying to feed the kid and him rejecting the food, that's fine. But we don't need to hang out with the demon guy, like, away from Eddie Murphy. <laughs> we don't need to see his, like, demon dealings. His boss. We get, we get to talk to his boss, but, like, we don't ever get to see that guy. Like, is he going to be back? Like, basically, this what this movie turns out to be is a battle where the, the lead henchman is taken out, but the bad force still remains, and it's like... Okay, like, isn't the devil just gonna try and kill the golden child again and again? Yeah. Well, that's the weird. For sure, thing every too. thousand years. No, but like, but this golden child's still alive, and Sardo Numspa is dead, but the devil's still kicking, and the golden child's still gotta die. So, aren't they just always gonna be coming after that kid? Like, it, he's not out of danger; he's just temporarily out of danger now. And how Where's long a demon did... go when a demon dies? Is there like a second hell? I don't... <laughs> and how long did how long did uh did did Eddie Murphy know Kayla or whatever? Because because at Can the you? end of the movie, not to spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it, but at the end of the movie, 
Eddie Murphy and her adopt the kid and are going to raise him as their own. And it's like, you don't really yeah. do with that with somebody you've known for like a week. That seems <laughs> fucking weird. Right? Like, shouldn't that kid go like that? Their relationship seemed to uh, move forward, forward uh, yeah. fairly quickly. And I, I know all the monks are dead, but like, wouldn't someone over there who was on the, the night shift that didn't die in the room when they stole the golden child, wouldn't someone there be like, where is our child? Like, he's been kidnapped. Oh, he's saved. Oh, he's staying over there with strangers. No. Yeah. Why does he go back? Yeah. Why does he go back to where they were, he was before? Let, let's get Jackie Chan in for a part two, golden child. And he'll play the grown up golden child. Jackie Chan. That's maybe the only then, other uh, person who could have done this other than uh, than Eddie Murphy is Jackie Chan. And he would have used his fists instead of his. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Tom Cruise could have done it. He's so goddamn likable. Could Tommy maybe have Maybe he could have, yeah. He could have done. He, he would have had a whole different take on this for sure. Oh, yeah. That would have been interesting. Yeah, but equally mm. terrible. Maybe John Belushi before he died, but he was like well, dead maybe. for like well, seven definitely years. Definitely not after he died. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess he was seven years dead. That would just be weird. But about Jim Belushi yeah. then, his brother. the uh, Fucking Jim Belushi go. couldn't even do the sitcom he had. Wow. That thing went. Uh, that thing went for like. Killer and I never though. saw it, but that thing went for like nine seasons or some shit. That's how bad TV used to be. Yeah. What was it even <laughs> called? It was some. It was had his according name in it. It was gym. something. Yeah, something. It's probably called Belushi. According to Jim. That's even the yeah. terrible according title. Jim. Jesus. Belushi Christ. played Jim, the Jim <laughs> from the title. Um, what do you guys think of like the dream sequence in this? Where he uh, carves into Eddie's arm with his nail. And, Didn't make uh, a lot of sense. It was very, it was very out of character for the rest of the movie. Tonally, it, I guess it's a dream. But why is he trying to convince Murphy that he's real in the first place? That fucking makes zero goddamn sense. They're seeking help <laughs> from this guy who's pure and could get that <laughs> knife. You fucking just let him stay away. Yeah. Or maybe he needs to include yeah, him to get that knife. Don't engage him in that can like kill that him. seal that he was going to do this. That gave proof that there was supernatural that he followed like followed through on. So if they just had to leave him be, I don't know. Maybe Sardo uh, Numsi had some luck with that in the past, where he didn't men ran away scared after having something carved a big dick carved into their forearm. They're like, I don't like it. No, everyone's <laughs> gonna think I like dicks. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that was supposed to convince. I mean, also that dream sequence didn't need to be as long as it was. If he just wanted that guy, he could have just had a dream where that guy carved something in his arm and then he woke up. Instead, they have like a weird dream sequence with like a horse walking around inside of a like a uh, nice house. Like it was like a Sopranos dream hard sequence. Hardwood or yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was actually yeah, it was really weird. Ahead it was, of its time, maybe so. So Noomsi um, can transport anywhere he wants. He can teleport, right? He's got the flamey teleport thing he can do, which would be very useful for fighting because you could just like act like you're going to shoot someone and then teleport behind them and shoot them in the back of the head. Anyway, um, how do um, uh, Noomspa's uh, cronies get around from like Tibet to America, let's say? They have like their documents. They can dress up and behave and they can check their chain, chain length weapons into luggage or can they teleport too? What's the deal uh, with those fucking guys? Them. And that one guy looks like Frankenstein monster. So I don't know how he got the customs. Yeah, that was an interesting choice to have yeah, all that's the henchmen real face. horribly that's, deformed. 
I don't think it was. There's definitely some makeup and shit on him. All of those guys were wearing some makeup. They're probably ugly as fuck. Yeah, like, I'm not saying they're good looking, <laughs> no. but but they made them look extra <laughs> weird uh, for the movie. I'm checking because I think that guy is fucked up looking. I'm not saying that. Okay, he's not. sorry, dude. If isn't you that are the fucked guy? Up. Isn't that also the exact same guy from uh, Fletch Lives? Isn't that yeah. Bend Bend Over? Yeah, Randall Tex. Okay, yeah, no, Randall Tex maybe. Yeah, that's Bend Over. Up. Yeah, I love that. That's one of my favorite lines from <laughs> Fletch Lives. Is when he's like, "My name's Fletch. Bend Over. Nice to meet you, Ben." <laughs> that's like yeah. the best. Yeah. He was in Digstown too. Oh, he's that been in, in tons. too. That guy had a career. Oh yeah, and he's like notably a big, imposing dude. But they even made him uglier than he is. Yeah, they added. Uh, to and his then the skull. guy they made look and act like a monkey too. That was really weird. That guy's in weird. Um, so that was an interesting choice, I guess. That guy's yeah, in the weird monkey science. guy threw me for a fucking loop. He's a biker yeah. in weird science. He's one of the bikers. That's right. Who yeah. Comes in and uh, he's like, um, after after uh, Ooh, the monkey guy. Yeah, after they yeah. Uh, stick up to those guys, he's like, you have a lovely home or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they're leaving, <laughs> call me, yeah. call me or whatever. <laughs> he becomes like super <laughs> affable. It's really funny. <clears throat> huh. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's um, the only two things yeah. that I ever did. Yeah, so that that was all strange. And then um, what about uh, Kala or Kayla, the, the, half, the half lizard lady? She just stays behind a screen all day. Rattling, rattling her she tail, also, knowing all. I don't see how that screen, Smoked. also that screen and the lighting in that room hid her deformity. When when they finally do show her, she's like gigantic. And like that little tiny screen and a little light behind there wouldn't hide her appearance at all. Like I, I, I thought that was lame. She's really <laughs> low. It looks like you can see her torso like low to the ground until he flips that screen over. And then she sits super high on that tail all of a sudden. And like, why not yeah. show that off? You're a fucking snake person. Do you know how proud I'd be? I don't know. Yeah. Like, you think they would have indoctrinated him into the land of the fantasy that he was going to, like the, the lizard lady might have set him off and seeing some of the things that key can do, but like no one explained that Noomsi is a fucking demon. No. That might've been helpful to know. I think you show like him completely the supernatural. Yeah, like that would get me going. Yeah, why are they hiding things from him? It doesn't make a lot of sense. They're like, there's this thousand-year-old yeah. kid, and they're expecting him to believe all this shit without evidence, and you have a snake lady in the basement? Show the snake lady. You're fucking and instantly going to buy into that. How how did they know Eddie was the golden child? Or Sorry. He, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. So they, they didn't know that. How did they know he was the chosen one? Was there a scroll? I can't remember. I they were all very confident it was him. I think, honestly, she just saw him on TV at the beginning. And I think because he's looking for a kid, she was like, oh, he's whatever the fuck. Do you know Obviously what I mean? Like, that guy one. must be pure heart. He's looking for kids. She might have <laughs> yeah. a van outside. She doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And if she was, like, destined to, to love the, the one, maybe she, like, gushed a little in her pants and was like, that's definitely him. Oh, well, that's the best explanation, actually. Probably. They don't show. Are you sure, daughter. Oh yeah. They don't show how <laughs> how they know that he is what he was. I don't think. I don't think it's yeah. ever it ever comes up. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't get it. it, it yeah, I, I guess you're Could not be supposed sad about to. Who cares? Every few minutes in the movie. Who fucking cares? <laughs> 
Um, anything you guys liked about this movie? I guess we already talked about some of the acting, Murphy. some of the performances. <clears throat> yeah, Charles yeah, Dance. Like the special effects at the end are like so bad that it really takes you out of it, and you kind of lose the whole demon where he becomes yeah. like a skull, a, 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 skull well, a skeleton, and and you've seen way better claymation before this movie, so there's oh, zero yeah. excuse for this movie which had a budget of $25 million in 87. It's not insignificant. You could have better claymation than this. Went to the, five million of that went to the Coke can dancing scene or the Pepsi can dancing oh, scene. Oh, 100%. And cut that and make the, the demon fuck? better. Because that Pepsi can actually look kind of legit. So why make it the Pepsi on. can guy look good and, also and didn't the make fucking any main sense. demon guy look shit? It didn't make any sense because the, the kid took a Pepsi can and made it dance like uh, a Broadway star with a cane and a top hat to a song he would have never heard in Tibet because he's like six years old and he had no exposure to like Hollywood films or that song. But yet yeah. somehow like that was what he chose to do with the can. Why didn't he do some some kind of like something traditional from his land that that would have made more sense? <laughs> Maybe I mean, because like the, the other Lama ten times he had done it, they Tibet. booed him off the stage. <laughs> it would have been it would have been like. <laughs> It would have been like him doing Family Guy or something today with the can where it talked like Peter or the baby from Family yeah. Guy. It's like, how does the fucking Tibet kid know about Family Guy? Some fucking yeah, Tibetan who lives in a cave. I'll allow <laughs> it because that Pepsi can scene was the only scene I remembered watching this from a kid except for the shit demon at the end. The There's only like scene, nothing else about yeah. this movie that stood out in my mind. The only things that I remember <laughs> is the I want the knife and then him getting the knife. Is those are the only <laughs> two things. <laughs> Seriously, that was it. <laughs> yeah, the knife's kind of what I always think back to as well. But you don't think of how stupid it is that he gets the fucking knife. Yeah, why yeah. he got the or knife. Or how dumb those mm. fucking logs are. Or how he figured out how he had to drink the water to get the knife instead of throw the water onto the flames. That's a gigantic yeah. leap to not yeah. try to throw the water on the flame. Like, that's the more obvious thing. They'd, he'd be like, come back out and be like, hey, I couldn't get the knife. And they'd be like, why not? He'd be like, well, I drank the water and everything. They'd be like, why'd you fucking drink the water? That's fire. You have water. What the fuck else did you think you were supposed to do with it? I would have, I mean, I would have been the other there. way. He was like, I tried to pour the water onto the fire. And they'd be like, why did you do that instead of drink it? Um, because yeah. that makes no sense to drink it. So You're supposed to drink like, the water, turn it into piss, then piss on the fire, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Duh. He's like, it's going to be it's going to be like a half an hour. So I'll just stay in here. <laughs> and with no smartphones, oh, what would he have done? Precisely. Yeah, Maybe so you guys want to call there. it? I think it'll be a mystery. <clears throat> this might be the quickest call it in history. Uh, this movie sucks ass. It's a piece of shit. Does not hold up. <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> Fuck it big time. Never watch this movie. Never. It's garbage. Yeah, I don't even know if it's Pluto laughably Nash bad. Be worse than this. It, it this is be, laughably bad. So maybe that maybe if there's some um, 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 feelings from your youth that you want to recall around the knife uh, about the knife, like that is all still kind of chuckle chuckle funny. But the rest of this movie is a trash. It's abysmal. Brent, what do you think? <laughs> Colin, is that you calling abysmal. it? Yeah, it doesn't hold up. It's abysmal. There's like not a lot to say here. It's just really well, bad. What you could say is like what Eddie Murphy said. The Golden Child, which was a piece of shit. This movie yeah. doesn't hold up. <laughs> According to Eddie Murphy. Oh, well. It was kind of fun to talk about, though. Yeah, well, I love the sad. shit movies, to tell you the truth. I think the best shit is the shit movies. 
Like, there's no doubt this is a shit movie. This has nothing of what constitutes a good movie. No. No. I guess it, it kind of has... Eddie Murphy's character could be interesting, but... That's what it has. Yeah. It has an A-list celebrity. Yeah. And Tywin really Lannister. Who wasn't Tywin Lannister back then, but was still fucking legit. Super legit. Yep. Uh, garbage. Okay, well, we're going to be done with this one. we got a much more fun one coming up next week in the Disney Pixar version. Up. Yes, let's do Up. That's going to okay, be the inverse we'll do that. of this, yeah. Yes, I hope, I really hope it is. Predictions are far higher for that movie than they were for this one. Um, so, yes, we'll check you out with that one. Drop it Sunday at around noon time. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. It's been great. And as always, enjoy your shit. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. Our handle is holdup underscore podcast. You can fire us a comment or two, add a movie to our wish list, and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week. Feel free to drop us an email directly if you've got some feedback for us. Our email is podcast.holdup at gmail.com. Our podcast can be found where most podcasts are these days. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and Player FM.